0: Scent World is an original series presented by Scentbird, a fragrance subscription service that brings you luxury designer scents every month for 1695. Unlock 50% off your first month at scentbird.com. Welcome back to Scent World, a show that explores the power of expressing yourself through scent.
1: Today, we're featuring Lev Glasman and Alina Reutberg, the founders of The Maker, based in Hudson, New York. Lev and Alina are best known for building fresh into a cult beauty brand, now part of LVMH. For the past decade, they've been channeling their passion into a new endeavor, a boutique hotel that expands into a lifestyle brand. Nestled in the Hudson Valley, with its vibrant arts scene and the Catskill Mountains as a backdrop. The Maker opened in 2020 with 11 intimate rooms across three historic buildings and its very own fragrance and candle collection. It's all meticulously designed to awaken your deepest sensuality. In this episode, Lev and Alina sit down at the Maker Lounge with Benny Campa, who runs product design at Scentbird. They share why they believe everyone is a maker, what it takes to ignite that part of you, and the James Bond inspired scent that might help. For a visual tour of the maker, we recommend you watch the video version of the conversation at podcast.scentbird.com. Awaken Your Inner Maker with Lev Glasman and Alina Reutberg on Scent World.
2: Love. You mentioned that um, fragrance was your first love. I know there's a really beautiful story there about your mom buying a fragrance for herself. Would you mind sharing that yeah. story with us, please? So
3: uh, I was born in Russia. Uh, I was there until I was 10 years old, and I remember when I was 6 years old, my mother took me to a black market. Uh, at, at the time, back in 1960s, uh, the uh, you know the Russia that we lived in that yeah. at the time it yeah, was yeah. an iron curtain, nothing would be penetrating mm. through the walls of Russia. So everything that is not produced in Russia would be smuggled into the country. And uh the only two fragrances that existed on the market were Red Moscow, one for men, one for women. Yeah. It smelled pretty pretty horrible. <laughs> uh and 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 what's really horrible about it is that Everybody smelled the same. Mm-hmm. The man would be wearing their version, and the woman would be wearing their version. Yeah, but since those are the only two fragrances that were available, everybody smelled the same. Mm. And I was always very sensitive to smell. And I remember when my mother took me to the black market, and there's a smuggler who was bringing fragrances from France. A lot of women would be saving money for months and months and months Mm. for that particular moment. Wow. I remember when I was standing there and my mother finally grabbed the fragrance in this mayhem. October, late October and St. Petersburg is damp, it's cold. For Saturday, Mm. I was with my house sleepers a coat, my mm. mom had her rollers in her hair. Mm. Because we were just notified the market came up. You gotta run, you gotta do it because they oh, wow. fold in in this, an hour. Yeah. yeah Come yeah. in and out and they're gone because it's a it's a crime to yeah. buy from somebody things that were smuggled into the country at the time. But I remember when she finally got the fragrance and she paid uh the smuggler Whose sort of like secret name was Antoine, uh-huh. <laughs> and it was not it was not his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she counted the money; it was one hundred and twenty rubles. One hundred twenty rubles was equivalent to one month's rent, wow. one month one month's salary. Yeah, because wow. we were paying for our room twenty two rubles a month. Mm. She couldn't get rid of the money fast enough because <sighs> she wanted the bottle of this fragrance. And I remember when she took me aside and she sort of feverishly opened this box and she applied it on -hmm. on her skin, everything transformed. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is where the seed was planted in my soul. Wow! Because I didn't know that
2: the fragrance had such a profound effect. Being that young, it was like a new experience for you to witness I, that. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, it,
3: it's like because the the person in front of me just transformed. Yeah, us looking that ridiculous with me sort of like <laughs> looking the way I look, mom, mom and rollers, all of it just melted away, mm. and and uh, and I smelled this incredible smell that I never smelled before, mm. a- a- and. That changed my life forever. Yeah,
2: yeah. wow.
4: You know, there's uh, nothing cuts through a dreary world. There's something that comes from somewhere else. And can trans-
2: transport all the dreariness away yeah. just the by that color. single spray. Yeah. yeah.
4: I think when you have single experiences like that when you're young, because you're not living among the excess, because I mean, that's the part of things, you know, and people don't have, you know, the immediate things you, they need. You have to stand online. line for like essentials. She couldn't have saved the money, she borrowed the money so she would be paying it back, which is worse, right, it's harder.
2: So in order to be anything different, you had to sacrifice and save. And that's it's such a powerful thing that your mother would do that just to, to make herself feel somewhere else.
3: Well, and it's also showed that there's so much out there.
2: Yes, oh yeah. When we had so little. Yeah
3: and 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 you understood that it opened the world that
2: in my head, it became clear that ah, uh, so that trans- that's
3: not where it starts and ends.
2: that transformation for you was, yeah. one moment you're like, this all exists in the world. Yeah. The next moment I'm like, oh, there's a much bigger scent world that I never knew existed. yeah, well,
3: wow. but, like- but it's applied to everything, yeah, i it's it wasn't just it it became a symbolic thing for me. That's why that experience was so big, it, it wasn't just the fragrance. I, I, I started thinking uh, there's a whole world yeah, out there yeah. things that we don't even mm-hmm. aware of. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, so so that's why it became so symbolic for me. And, and but it's also, I, I, I love fragrances and, and I'm sensitive to smells. And uh, the scent has always became part of my, life story in different chapters of my life, Yes, fragrances represented something.
2: For sure. But we are at the Maker Hotel in Hudson, New York. Uh, Levin Alina, I know this place is a manifestation of your dreams and a creative vision, and that if you took almost a decade to create this extraordinary experience, help me set the scene. How would you describe the deep immersion setting that we're in right now?
4: Well, the Maker is a hotel in Hudson, uh, New York, upstate. Um, it's really juxtaposition of a dream that started, I think that before it was even a dream,
1: mm.
4: you know, as, um, Lev and I founded Fresh and we, uh, it's a beauty company and we got a chance to travel a lot around the world and, uh, stayed in a lot of hotels. And I think the one repeating thought has always been, you know, why is everything so much a cookie cutter, so mm. the same, you know, why is it? You know, even though when you're looking for a great hotel, you want to have a great bed and a really lovely bathroom. But there's something else that you expect, especially when you're traveling through places very fast and you don't have an opportunity to really understand the place and location and people. And that you tend to get when you stay with friends, you know, when you have an experience of somebody that is a little bit more personal. And I think that maybe that was sort of the birth of a dream before it even became something that's literal.
2: Mm. Yeah. That, that personal
4: but, aspect? Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah,
3: and we, we're always seeking um, properties that were more curated, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily large, yeah. but they felt intimate, but they felt very different.
2: So say I'm a stranger walking through the door of the maker how would you describe the experience of opening the door for the first time and going from room to room till we get to this room? Let walk us through that visual experience.
3: Well, I mean, first of all, when you walk in, again, the moment that the door closes behind you, you feel like you're in another world. Mm. You can't really uh, pinpoint uh, sometimes which era it is. You, you've probably seen it somewhere. Mm. Uh, in your travels or in Europe, but yeah. it's it immediately sort of like envelopes you and takes you uh, somewhere else. When you walk into the main building, which is the brick building, it's a Georgian building, which was built in 1897. Amazing. And you sort of immediately uh, sort of like capturing the space, but in a way where on the right hand side you have the salon mm-hmm. and on the on, on the left side you have the library. So 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 you immediately feel you're very, very engaged. Yes. And and there's this beautiful long hallway that leads you right into conservatory where the restaurant is. And as you're standing at the door, you see this conservatory with all these plans. It almost feels like a rangerie, it's, yes. it's, it's so beautiful. So you feel like you are drawn right into the space and you just want to keep on going. Yes. And, and I, I see that how people experience it when you, they walk into the space for the first time. They yeah. look to the right, they look to the left. They, they, they immediately sort of like taking the path and walking right towards the conservatory and when the conservatory opens up with all this glass and all these plants it's it just it, it, it's so beautiful it's always you always hear like wow people <laughs> yeah. like always like saying the word wow oh, and yeah. then they walk right through this corridor which is very very intimate which leads, which leads you right to where we're sitting here which is the um, carriage house and when that opens to their vision they completely um they 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 they, they so surprised yeah yeah i wasn't they
2: expecting it either
3: they can't even it's so unexpected for them yeah i i'll go back of to of the,
2: the w- Willy wonka thing when he opens the room to yeah. the chocolate factory yeah i walk down this hall i'm like i don't know what's behind this door and it's like wow it's always it's always that
3: sort of like response mm. that is so familiar to me every time we work with with people here and and mm-hmm. and when we were designing the spaces, I mean, this was very much in our minds, mm. It is it, to be able to create spaces that, it w- wasn't just about the wow, it's more about you just want to inspire. Yeah. You just want people to think. Mm. I mean, I think I've seen something of like this, I don't know where, but it <laughs> yeah. still feels so different than yeah. anything else. So it takes you immediately on a more emotional journey. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we both. I mean, because we're born Russian Russia, and and uh, you know, Russians are very emotional <laughs> in, in, in a certain way. And 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 and, and uh, I mean, everybody's emotional. Yeah. But we all sort of like express it in different ways. Absolutely. Uh, we wanted to have a theater, a little bit of a of of, of, of a drama, but it's positive. Yeah. In, in yeah. a way where it creates. Again mm-hmm. the moment you have an emotional response to something you experiencing things very very differently yeah
2: drama is a great word for some of the emotion i was feeling walking in and
3: and that's and that's really part of it because it's it's like a it's it's like a movie set mm-hmm. in 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 some ways when you create public spaces it's you create a theater to a certain degree yep. this is not necessarily something you might create in your own home yeah but you really want to take people on the journey where they can dream. Absolutely. And 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 that 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 that's I think um, was translated very successfully. Uh, that's because because we did it. Yeah, I know. It, it's yeah. because how it's landed. Yeah. Uh, we put so much emotion and passion into every single detail. Yes. Of each one of the rooms. Uh, if it's a piece of molding, and 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 the relation of the molding to the baseboard, mm-hmm. to to the bookcases, to the space itself, um, seeing that in the end, and what it does to people when they yeah. come here. It's extremely gratifying.
2: Yeah, I, I can imagine. I was going to ask you if you've had a partnership for the last thirty years and you've been traveling yeah. all your lives yeah. and for years together. When did that? When did that realization come to say we need to do something of our own? When did that start to happen?
3: Well, I think that
2: um, we were in Italy on Lake Garda. Ah,
3: I think it was in two thousand two or two thousand three. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around the time, right? And it's was right around the time when we partnered with LVMH uh, and they became uh, great partners to us uh, in terms of fresh and developing fresh and making it into a global brand. Um, it sort of like gives us an opportunity to start dreaming about other things. Mm. And, and uh, I remember we were on Lake Garden, we stayed in this incredible property. Um, we took two our daughters with us and it was just magical. We were there mm. for a week and it's for the first time we experienced a property that was truly curated. Mm. Uh, a, a property, it, it, it's, it's been an old house, it's maybe the house is two, 200 years old. Oh, wow. and, and they brought back to life and uncovered every single detail in the mm. house and, and, and uh, brought all this original beauty back to life. And it felt that it was just always there. Yeah. And, and uh, I think that's when the seed. oh wow. That was were sitting around the pool and we were, we just couldn't we, we just couldn't think about
2: anything else. Is that We'd one of those away, moments where you're like, why can't we do something like this? Is that, that really the thought in your head? I, I don't
4: think that that happens so fast. Oh. I think that just like any seed, you know, it needs time to sort of germinate. It needs time to actually even become the kind of seed that actually speaks it of oh, it in relation to yourself mm. it's like oh you know what an amazing hotel one day you want to open something mm. i think the big part of what was special about villa filtrinelli just with this is what it was called and this is something that we've always want to capture at the maker is that while this was a hotel you did not feel like you were oh, staying yeah, in a hotel yeah. you felt like you were you know you got a chance to stay with friends at this amazing place but they're not there so they're very you know, interesting and exotic General. and tasteful and um, lovely and luxurious, but they're not there. Yeah. So you really have control of that. I think we, as like people who are rushing and always going somewhere, when we have that moment that we are free, you know, or we have this escape, I think that the image of that is that I can control my own experience and I could be somewhere where I really can explore and have that element of surprise. Yes. You know, that delight and surprise that happens when yes. you see something unexpected. And you don't have to ask permission to look at it. Yes.
2: Uh, When we were chatting earlier, I was talking to you about entering this room, and I did gasp. uh, Like, (laughs) that was a natural reaction to being in this space, the highest things, the the wood, the lamps, the curtains, every detail. When you say it doesn't feel like a hotel, I love that, because it doesn't also even feel like a friend's house. It just feels like another world. Like this is like I, the thought of my mind was like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Like you go someplace very special that's unique and doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah. So this doesn't feel like a hotel or a house. It just feels like a a special built experience, and it kind of feels just for me because this aesthetic is really speaks to me. So it feels singular that way.
3: Well, that's I mean that's sort of like the idea is that when you walk into the spaces, you leave everything behind, Mm. including all your inhibitions. Yeah. And and just. Sort of like be yourself, feel yeah. liberated and do whatever you want. For and sure. <laughs>
2: enjoy the environment. It's very sultry. Yeah. Alina, when we talk about those little pieces of attention to detail, you and I were talking earlier about, I was pointing out the lighting and the wallpaper, and you both said, well, we've done, like every single touch is done by us. Uh, can you talk me through some of the details in the spaces when we walk through that your, are your favorites that you've done?
4: You know, we, we call the maker style Bohemian sensibility. And, you know, as the advantage of being Bohemian is it's really blend of periods and textures. Mm. I mean, Bohemians had a free spirit. Yes. So it was an idea of picking things and um, items from different centuries, from different styles, and really blending them in in our own way. So while, you know, we know somewhat enough information about each of those periods, we were not guided by the strict yeah. you know, parameters of that and to really bring things together in our own way. Mm. Um, that's what creates that sort of a flow feel and feel like familiar, but not necessarily I've been here. Mm. I think that's really important and of course color, has a lot to do with that. I mean, we've developed a palette for the makeup from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, it was going to be something that was rich and textured, jewel tones, but some with age, you know, and of course, the fact that over 75% of furnishings in the hotel have been restored from vintage pieces mm-hmm. is something that contributes to it. Yeah. You know, the lighting, the effect of, you know, Lev's approach to professorship of lighting is sort of, you know there's always going to be light everywhere. And, Mm -hmm. of course, it's a very different sense of a light because the light lights a space, it lights life. So it's very different, it's very forgiving, and it's very kind. And that's part of what adds to the color palette as well. So I think that, you know, the one thing about the space we're sitting in now, the Maker Lounge, it's truly, this was the first public space that was actually opened. you know, we opened it. Oh, wow. A um, year and a half before the hotel was okay. open, because it's a freestanding building. You know, of course, we've connected it to the rest of the spaces, but it's truly. Describes, it kind of shows a fully, a full maker sensibility. Mm. You know, this was a carriage house, there yeah. were stables. So the original beadboard that you see on the walls, we had to strip it down, restore it, you know, put insulation behind the walls, put the bead back up. I mean, you see the Parisian street lights, you have these pendants above the bar that we've created, and thinking about, you know, what light would really be very flattering for people yes. gathering around the bar. The bar is not square, it's sort of semi round. Yeah, so it's a that. wonderful thing that you're sitting on one side of the bar. And seeing somebody else. Yes. The chairs, even though we've designed them, we've developed them, they're not old. But I think having some of that, you know, what was really comfortable about the bar is that you don't want to be jumping off that stool too fast yeah. because, you know, the cocktail mixologist at the maker is, is really talented. So we want people to really be able to enjoy sitting. You know, there are certain shapes and colors. You see a lot of velvets, you see a lot of textured wools. And of course, the dynamic of everything considered together living together in a way that you may not think it works but all of it I think we think do
2: I agree 100 percent
3: uh but you talking about lighting uh, you know I'm obsessed with lighting and I'm obsessed with furniture
2: <laughs> yeah I can see that and you've done in, a very and, good and, job and of... in,
3: in interiors uh, it, 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 it was always it was always a passion uh, for, for both of us um, lighting is it's sort of uh it, it's it's a, it's like a jewellery. Mm. Uh, you know, it, it it's no space is completed without a perfect lighting. Yeah. And and uh, it's not just enough for the lighting to look good. It's also have to shine well because when mm. people are sitting in the public spaces I and mean, they, they they wanna look they wanna look good. 100%, and, yeah. you, you know. They they wanna make sure that they they look attractive. <laughs> yes and and and, uh, and 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 I love that sort of developing that whole ambient that the light completes. Mm. If you take all the lighting out of here right now, yes it would be a nice space. Mm. But this is to me it's sort of like the vein that that the, the blood that runs through the veins. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Of of the space. And, and and a lot of times you could be in some spaces which are very, very beautiful and 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 there's not enough emphasis on the light mm. and, 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 and I think it just takes away from the magic and this is the most it's its a functional art uh, that's how I see it the lighting in the end of the day and how it's being sort of like the value of the lighting mm. how it's being managed mm. which everything has to be on dimmers everything have to be programmed yes. uh, because every light it, it, it's it's sort of like it's like a symphony, uh, you know. It's got to be brighter in one area. It's got to that. be dark, uh, you know, darker in the other. It's it's the whole process. And I actually realized it when we were working on it here, that how the space absorbs light. Mm, yeah, and when we finish the space. And the lighting finally comes in, which is this is my most favorite time <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. project. Your baby. <laughs> when the lighting is here, it means everything is clean, mm. everything is done. The furniture is here, and the lighting is being hung last. Mm. It's it's like it's like magic. It? Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 like magic. It's a, it's like it's the final sort of like piece that you put on the painting, and 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 you say, okay, I think I think it's done.
2: I'd like to spend a moment thinking about how all these little pieces and attention to detail, how do these translate into the fragrances that you make, Right, all these all these things that we're touching and feeling and seeing, how do you translate those emotions to fragrances?
4: I think that, you know, because there was one thing I want to say is that, you know, because I, you know, I know Lev for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one thing that, you know, I think I found out about him very quickly after we met is his incredible passion for fragrance. Mm. In fact, you know, he gifted me a fragrance after we have knew each other for, you know, a few days. Oh, that's nice. And uh, as a friend, you know, and I have to tell you that that I, was... I want m- one now,
2: too. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> there's a lot more yeah. opportunities than obviously because that wasn't his fragrance at the time. But mm. I think the part that that so suited me that I don't think that I've ever had the fragrance that really... I liked so much for myself. And the idea of being able to read a person's aura to understand what smells really good. Even and what to this smells day, really the one right. that he
2: gifted you is, is one of your favorites. No. Oh, okay.
4: No, my favorite fragrance is the one that he's made.
2: Oh got it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, this is the fortunate thing about living besides Lev is the fact that, you know, I have been wearing his fragrances all my life pretty much mm, what at a this beautiful point. Thing. And I don't intend to change. So I don't have to, you know. But I think this is a part of, you know, understanding, you know, he has a an understanding of the scent world and how that lives within a person's aura in their life. And yes. I think, you know, being obviously that, you know, after being in fresh for thirty years and enjoying Um, his talent in product development and fragrance. You know, I think when the hotel was being opened and the spaces were being created from the beginning, he was already thinking about how do we express this Mm. in fragrance. And I was as excited about this because to me, that is the kind of product that is extremely romantic and sensual. And what better than fragrance can take you to a place of your fantasy? Yes.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's... uh, I would say that the design as Alina said of the spaces and uh, so sort of like as, as, as all of it was developed personally in my head fragrance was always connected to that the language of fragrance was always there
2: so uh, you already you already knew or were planning uh, yes yes completely
3: I, 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 I had already the fragrances in mm. in my head uh, not that I would have a full formulation of the fragrance but I would have the character of the fragrance. Mm-hmm. So as, as this space was built, I knew what the fragrance wow. have to be mm-hmm. like here. Yeah, Of course, because if you have a fireplace in here and you have all this amazing liquor and, and, and there'll be like this incredible uh, artisanal type of cocktails that's going to be made here. As I would be closing my eyes and then opening them very, very quickly, I could see the room full of people mm-hmm. and, 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 and um, I, I could see sort of like these couples uh, of all kinds. Yeah. They, they they sitting and they have like this very intimate connection in the moment. They enjoying their cocktail, they're enjoying each other, they they, 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 they could smell each other yes. without even being aware of it, but it just comes their way. Yeah. There is some kind of an intimacy that's happening here in that space, and that's how I imagine it, that's how I fantasize it in my head. And mm-hmm. this is how I started seeing the fragrance that we're calling fire uh, it is very much, was based on it's not just because there's a fireplace here mm. but it's also how people put each other on fire yeah and, and 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 what what it means yeah and and that's was driving as an example of that particular fragrance the story of that fragrance of of that couple that experiencing the space beautiful and and the music that they experience and how they experience each other and and what they feel that's in the air.
2: What does that actually smells like? Full-blooded sensation, right. totally. Yeah, spark, and and and, spark. And,
3: and, and 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 that is something that people can take away with them. It's the memory, which I think is very very important. Every place that I've been with, I could take a visual memory, yeah. but it's not enough for me. Yeah, no. I need I need to take the something else that I could. Smelling yeah. is. Is really an incredible reminder, of that. Yeah. and and and, uh, and and but it goes to to people, you know. When people get connected to each other and they connected to each other intimately, they remember each other by their for smell, sure, sure. and it could be
2: very subliminal. We were talking about patchouli earlier in the day, and yeah, for me, my brain goes back to nineteen ninety one when a bohemian woman said, mm-hmm. "You're gonna love this. You should start wearing it." Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been, you know, 30 years since I've seen her, yeah. but whenever I put patchouli on, I think of her, and we just worked together for two months, right. but she's forever in my memory because she introduced me to patchouli oil for the first time. Because nothing
4: yeah. nothing but that olfactory sensation becomes something like coming home, you know, when you smell something that's so familiar, or it takes you to a place that is. Yeah. Yes, I think the, the ultimate aspect of generally, you know, when people create fragrances, they think of destinations and, you know, imagination. The, the idea of creating a destination from which all of it can spark and then it can just go away from here into, you know, all around. It was extremely compelling. Yeah, And well, you know, we started the maker as a hotel, as a place of incredible hospitality and experience, but we always knew from the beginning that we wanted this to be beyond the hotel, a lifestyle brand that has aspects and details in this hotel could be taken home yes, with someone or received as an idea. And fragrances is, is you know, of course is the most easiest to understand because it's most direct hit. It's something that you immediately feel yes. and smell. And yeah. I think it's that-
2: a, It's a big undertaking. So I, if I understand it correctly, you're thinking about the hotel and the experience in building this. And Liv, you're saying you knew right away that you also wanted to create fragrances. Both of those things, building fragrance collection and and a fragrance brand and a hotel, big undertakings. Did that feel overwhelming to you at any point?
3: No, I mean, I think that for me, it satisfied my own personal emotional journey because I feel like uh, with the maker, I had the opportunity to really experience things 360 Mm. uh, in in so many different ways because at Fresh, I would be developing products and um, also fragrances. Uh, it, It was also a lifestyle brand within the beauty. Um, but here, you actually created an environment that can support your stories, mm-hmm. can support your uh, sort of like the sensuality of the fragrance and could bring it to life in a very,
2: very different way. Yeah,
3: It's not a fantasy anymore, it actually exists. And how and long
2: did that take for you to develop each of the fragrances? As I was developing everything Same else, Same time, yeah. wow. It
3: mm-hmm. was, it, it's, as we're developing, as I was, I remember when I was standing in, um, in the artist, which is our most popular room. It's almost impossible to book it. Mm. Uh, it's probably the most bohemian room in the space. Uh, in in the space of the maker, it's, it's very inspiring for people, and people feel it's romantic. It's very very mm. sensual. Mm. Uh, it, it, and, and the idea of the way I wanted to celebrate, uh, I mean, we wanted to celebrate the maker of 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 the artist is really. Celebrating the. If I would be the artist, uh, how would my personal space would look like? <laughs> and it's my own interpretation. Yeah, I, yeah. I I'm not I'm not an artist, but 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 I, but, I, but it's my own personal interpretation. Mm-hmm. And so like, how would I dream about that space to be?
2: Well, I, uh, I think you are an artist. <laughs> if I look around and see everything that you two have created, I mean, that's an art form.
3: Thank you. So so standing in this room, it felt. Very very sensual mm-hmm. and 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 the fragrance that I was starting to dream about in my head mm-hmm. um, very much became interpretation of that space beautiful and and the type of fragrance we created that was inspired by the called naked and, mm-hmm. and and it has it smells almost like a second skin mm-hmm. it's very very sensual mm-hmm. and it's about the couple that that really had some intimacy happening in this room and and it was probably, in my head, being a little bit romantic the, to a certain yeah, degree and, sure. and, and imagining things in a certain way, yeah. it probably was one of the most amazing experience for them, uh, being in that space and experiencing each other. And maybe it could be the couple that been in the lounge and put each other on fire yes, and, yeah. and all of it continued in that, incredible incredible room
2: i love that you're you're creating sense based on a story that you're imagining yeah. in your head based on the space there's <laughs> yeah. so many layers
3: there you know yeah because we all experience those things in some ways yeah maybe not the way i describe it but we did yeah. and, and 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 we had those moment moments in our lives and uh, and if if somebody still didn't they will have it. When yes, they're going to have it. It's going to be pretty incredible. So, so, so I think that these are the type of uh, moments that I had with the spaces, and in each room I had to imagine it. Well, let's to let's, be a certain way.
2: Let's pause and talk about the rooms. I think there are eleven rooms total in the space. Yeah, Elena, yeah. tell us about the maker rooms. I think Lev mentioned the artists. What are the other three?
4: Well, the makers we call them the maker studios, Studios. and those are truly you know the the spaces that celebrate particular makers. And we've selected four for this hotel. One of them being, of course, the artist, the architect, the writer, and the gardener. Mm. And again, as as I said, the Bohemian sensibility response sense it's a it's our own imagination, it's a feeling as to what that room would represent that maker lived in it, yeah. you know, whether the architect is very much inspired by the monochromatic, sophisticated design of the 40s, you know, mm. it's sort of that kind of architect with the beautiful mid-century bookcase and, you know, a black marble fireplace that is actually built in a very architectural way. Certain details are definitely much more sort of a sobering color palette than probably the most monochromatic room we have. Mm. But then when you go into the writer, that happens to be part of that, Space actually was a room that had a really old bookshelves in this original building that Mm. we were able to restore and bring back. It has a a sprawling fireplace, all, you know, decorated with sort of inlays and wooden sculpting and carvings. And, you know, it's a a wonderful two- room suite and you know we've of course you know decorated with the vintage typewriter and comfortable chairs these wingback chairs in front of the fireplace Mm. that you know ideally would you know inspire you to write yeah but also in that space you know the bed looks like a wingback chair itself i mean that's an old (laughs) upholstered leather actually reclaimed leather Mm. um and you really feel like so cozy as you are sitting in a chair i mean the bedding is a whole different conversation yeah (laughs) um the gardener was kind of inspired by the English gardens, you know, of the latter 18th century. So the palette is very warm, a lot of sort of reds and oranges and greens. I mean, all the surfaces are very soft, but then the details, this is the one space that has one of our beds that we designed, and it's actually a metal bed. So there's a lot of wrought iron details in that room, you know, vintage wrought iron uh, chandelier, this also has uh, one of my favorite details in the whole hotel is that uh, we've created a gate that separates the bathtub area, mm. bathroom, from the main room. And that gate is made from pieces of, um, actually, a salvage um, vault from the bank in Chicago. Oh, wow, wow. And we've restored that with an incredible metal maker in the area. So it's literally, you have this incredible screen, an open-air mm. metal screen that, just divides that space. So from the bed to the bath, I mean, it's very romantic. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The other, sort of, we have, uh, of course, Lev described the artist, and those are the four maker studios. And then the other seven rooms that are all located in the second building, which was actually a 1960s building that we completely had to rebuild.
2: Oh, so four rooms are in one building and seven. Okay, go ahead.
4: So as you know, and as you've noticed so far, is that the idea was, even though the hotel does not have a lot of rooms, there's a lot of public spaces, you know. There's yes. the restaurant and the cafe that's all day. Uh, there's the the lounge and the library, of course, and the salon and the spaces for the guests. But I think the idea was that we have... I mean there's a swimming pool the only one on ward street <laughs> and a courtyard so you want a lot of public spaces where people can really mingle so not just the people who are the guests of the hotel mm-hmm. but people who are part of the community can use the maker as their own place to yeah. entertain and you know to visit to enjoy food or just a drink and meet friends i think that part is really important about you know this is what we all learned about the hotel life it isn't just for hotel guests when you come somewhere
2: And and that philosophy about opening up the space to any kind of creative, visionary, or or even any person, what made you choose Hudson, New York? Why not somewhere in Europe or Los Angeles, New York? What's special about the energy of this community that made you want to build here?
3: I mean, uh, for the first time when I uh, landed in Hudson, uh, just taking a train from Penn Station in New York City, Mm. An hour and fifty minutes long, the ride along the Hudson River—it's so magical. It was yeah. so incredible. It's three stops, and you're here. Yeah. So just like being a city person and <laughs> have sort of like a desire to maybe get out of the city, not permanently, uh, mm. but to be somewhere else where I could sort of like break that pattern of of, of that yes. craziness that's yes. going on. As much as I love it. Um, it felt so so good. It mm. ac- felt so accessible, mm. and then also you immediately feel that there's something very special going on here. There's a history here. Yeah, uh, it's like it feels like it's a best kept secret.
2: Yeah, Hudson, New York, and Catskills general yeah. area in generals. Is- Pretty magical. I mean, there's been some magical things that have happened here over the years. Yeah, but there is definitely an, an energy that feels very specific to Hudson.
3: Well, I was I was sort of blown away when I was walking on the streets mm. for the first few blocks and I was looking at the buildings and and I was like, oh my god, there's like there's a Catskills mountains in the background. Yeah, it feels like a a city. It's on, like a, a little city. Yeah, uh, it could be a piece of Brooklyn or. Yeah. anywhere in in Manhattan, just in the setting of nature, Mm -hmm. but very um, eclectic, and uh, you feel sort of like a very, there's an artistic energy uh, in the air, and particularly at the time when we were thinking about where to open the hotel, we did not want to do it in any big city. Mm -hmm. We wanted to do it somewhere where it could be more, closer to a community that we could be part of and nature was that important to you to be close to nature nature was important but but what's even more important was a community okay a, a community that we can connect to a community that can understand and and enhance that to lots
2: way. of artists here lots of creatives exactly yes. and, and there's a lot of artists a lot of creatives there's, there's
3: writers there's you name it there's it's full of makers yeah and yeah. and and
2: and, and, and as, as we always say, by the way, everybody's a maker. Yes, what's that philosophy mean to both of you?
4: We, we talked about, I think, specifically, it's it's a mindset. The mindset of a maker, is it necessary results in, you know, literally making something with your hands. Mm. I think that, you know, anything that puts your mind into a, a creative process, where you feel that you're going beyond sort of the the required beyond the operable directions, but to really uh, open your mind and become curious mm. to trying to create something beyond what is given. I think seeing more from everything that you get, I think is what makes you a maker. Yeah,
2: because I'm, starting, it, I'm starting to understand that a bit more. What came into my head is even creating a conversation, you're making a pathway for someone to connect with you
4: something may come up out of it that will spark a curiosity that will make you want to create something mm. else i think that our professions aren't necessarily description of our makers but what is your favorite process at what moment what you know stimulates you you know what is something that that lets you go
2: mm. you know beautiful i think
4: we had this exercise you know when we were starting the maker and uh, someone recommended you should sit down and write a personal statement and this is the hardest thing you possibly could ever do because, you know, in one
1: sentence to describe your <laughs> true
4: essence, you know, is impossible.
1: Experience rich, sultry scents, inspired by travel fantasies with a quick tour of the Maker scent line. We're about to explore Stag, Libertine, Naked and Fire from their fragrance collection, and Spiritus, Gardener and Artist from their candle collection.
2: So we have four out of the six fragrances in front of us. We're going to spray these in a minute, but I want to talk about the philosophy behind what it means that you are the maker. But Alina, tell us a little bit about some of these fragrances as well, both of those things together.
4: Well, to begin, you know, our fragrances are gender inclusive. This is the way love creates them. This is the way they're living. Beautiful. I mean, they're clean and responsibly made. Our formulas are clean. They're vegan, cruelty-free. And the packaging, of course, it's uh, responsibly approached. I think that the phrase about you are the maker around, and how is it related to wearing a fragrance Mm. goes, I think, stems very much into Lev's philosophy of how to create a scent. That it doesn't come alive until you wear it. Mm. So you are the ultimate maker of the fragrance Ah. because it is you who brings it to the world. It is you that presents the story of it. The
2: fragrance, I'm just thinking about this now, amazing. The fragrance does not exist unless someone wears it. No,
3: it's going to be just a beautiful fragrance in the bottle. In the bottle, yeah. But you really bring it to life, as Alina said.
4: I think as a creator, it's probably really incredibly, incredibly exciting. And I've seen, I've been in the room with Lev when we've encountered someone who would be wearing a fragrance that he created without even knowing this person. Mm. And there's nothing like that. Mm, Yeah. I mean, the incredible sort of indication of someone's approval right
2: yes absolutely yeah. well let's do that now i'm going to spray some for us we're going to start with yes libertine you this excellent
4: yeah i'm wearing that today thank you
2: so libertine <sighs> is divine citrus uh i just want to uh, capture my my, my, <laughs> my well this is my, a, this is my this uh, is my oh i'm in heaven
3: well there's a <laughs> Pamela, which is the you know sort of like one of the main sort of like notes, uh, there's a hibiscus flower on that, and there's cedarwood. And uh, the reason why we're calling it divine citrus is because it's not your typical citrus, because citruses usually don't hold up very well on the skin, Mm. or at least we very quickly um, realizing that the smell is gone. Yes. Because it's very, it's sharp in the beginning and then it's quiets down. Mm. And what I did with the fragrance is that I, Anchored it with cedarwood, and mm. and what cedarwood does is that it keeps the citrus in place. So it's one of the few fragrances out there which are citrusy, but they also are staying for a long time on your skin beautiful. because they really being grounded mm. on the base with with the cedarwood and I love that. And, uh, and the hibiscus flower sort of like gives it like a beautiful transparency and and the the, the story about the fragrance is really. Um being liberated, feeling liberated in the moment. I mean if we apply it to our trial of fantasies and if you somewhere hey, where you really want to leave the world behind and yes. you just want to be in the moment, you want to be yourself, you really don't care what people are thinking about you. Uh just want to do whatever you want to do. Being free. It's just being free and being liberated. Yeah. So so something mm-hmm. refreshing uh, Citrus really talked to me. Um in, in, in terms of how I would start designing the composition of the fragrance. Mm. And the room that inspired me is one of our um, lofts, which is, uh, you know, it's a terrace loft. Uh, it's it's sort of like, it's, it's a big room. It's a very big open space. It's like this huge day bed. It, you can be anywhere in the room uh, and, you know, Throw pillows on the floor and yeah. lie down and then and, and listen to the music beyond this huge day bed mm-hmm. and and, and, and dreaming. dreaming exactly <laughs> and, and being outside. so so it, it, it's really celebrating the moment of liberation. yeah, and this... being liberated and feeling
2: free. So that is Libertying available at Sempert. We're going to move on to Stag, I believe now. now this is Stag is one of our um, most popular
3: fragrances. It's actually it's been amazing because we got uh, the Fifi Awards, which is Fragrance Foundation. Uh, mm. <laughs> it's it's a big honor because mm. we 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 got the award as the mm. number one fragrance within the indie group of fragrances. Congratulations! Uh, amazing! Uh, it got uh, voted as the best fragrance. It's almost getting like an Oscar of fragrances. Yeah, I'm very absolutely, proud of absolutely. absolutely. Congratulations! The industry recognized us for that, mm. and and it's. Uh, uh, we sort of like it falls into the category of like warm woods, yes, definitely warm woods. Palo Santo, mm-hmm. you have agar wood, um, and uh, you have leather, and it's it smells, I always say it smells expensive, yeah, and confident, and very much inspired by the room, uh, that called the architect. Okay, um, I always feel like this room. I don't know, I always refer to it as like James Bond. There's <laughs> something about it that has like that confidence about everything mm. inside this room. Yeah. And 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 and, uh, and 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 I think when you're there, you sort of like you get into this mindset and it's really a description more about a nomad that roaming the world and he always looks for things that are special. Uh, he loves to connect with yes. like she or he. They like yes. to connect with people, and 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 the, they always leave impression on anybody who they come in touch with, and 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 the, the other people leave impression on them as well. Yes, and 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 uh, I wanted to celebrate that confidence through this fragrance, mm. and and the richness of that. So every time when somebody actually smells it, they I always use the word "it smells." expensive
2: but it's very present and it's very very unique and it's very very different so for me um when we say confidence to me it's very sexy actually and you yeah. know to be sexy you have to have an air of confidence of about you so definitely getting the wood but um very sensual very rich very sexy for me does so very, just very very deep deep tones in there I think yeah, also it's, the idea it's, it's, of being confident
4: but, is being confident on your own, and that's, that's the name, Stag, fits uh, us so well yes. because of that.
3: Yeah, but you have sort of like a little bit of a saltiness about it. Uh, there's something slightly peppery about mm-hmm. it as well. Uh, it, 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 it Find it to be very, very sensual. I love it. I
4: think the next fragrance we should do is naked. Please, yes. I mean, we were just speaking about it, <laughs> about the artist, but we call it the scent of love affair.
2: Mm
3: it's a it's a sensual thank, thank musk you. um you have a beautiful white musk in it you yeah, have wow. passiflora and yes. um, and you have the orris root um i wanted it to be probably one of the most sensual fragrances mm. out of all of them it's all about the interaction between two people yes uh, being Sort of like intimately involved in this incredible room, as I mentioned before, the artist is the room that was an inspiration for the story, mm. and and I saw it very early in the morning. You know, it's like the light just comes in through the window, and 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 and, and, and these two individuals yeah. they are just absorbed in each other. Mm. They they the sheets smellings of their body. Yeah, you even have a little bit of a sort of like a cottony smell to that mm-hmm. and, and, and some sweat note in it. Yes. There's a lot of pheromones in this fragrance. Um,
2: 100% agree. Well, yeah. While the past one made me feel individually sexy, to me yeah. this is two people being sexy and intimate together. Yeah,
4: yeah, for sure. It's a skin scent.
2: Yeah, it's beautiful. And I, I'm just gonna also point out, I love that so far each of the three smell very different from each other. They're very different. And they, they give sure. you very different emotions and um, love, I couldn't agree with you more. This is about having uh, a morning, afternoon, or night with someone—just you two together, experiencing each yeah. other's. Yeah,
3: it's like a second skin.
0: Mm.
2: Beautiful.
3: So it's uh, it's really translates so well in the skin. Yeah, it, it, I I would say also this is one of the fragrances that is very adaptable. It's like a chameleon of fragrances mm. because musk. Mm loves king <laughs> and and uh it's everybody interpret masks in a certain way but it but it
2: always works well
4: well and to cap off our little exploration <laughs> yes. we're going to do fire as mm. we're sitting in the lounge in yeah. the place of the inspiration
2: i'm feeling very fiery now after all <laughs> these fragrances yeah. and um you know Thank fire
4: you.
3: fire is also awesome it's like it's a Sultry vanilla.
2: <laughs> uh, They're all so it, different. Yeah. What a beautiful thing. Yeah, very, But all ri- very rich, very sensual. Well, you have tobacco accord. Okay,
3: uh, yes, for sure. That, y- you have juniper berry, mm-hmm. and you also have Tahitian vanilla, which mm-hmm. is very rich. Mm-hmm. It's almost, it's not as sweet, it's just, it's almost rummy. Yes. It has like a, a thickness to that. This is very thick. Um, Right? Yeah,
2: like sir, syrupy is what the thing I'm thinking of in my brain. Right.
3: That part goes away very quickly because mm-hmm. it's right on top. Mm-hmm. And it starts being grounded by um sort of like the um the tobacco accord Yep, that's in a dry down. Uh it it it's it really starts coming through. The juniper berry is right in the heart of the fragrance, and the juniper berry had to be, you know. People like to gin. drink gin. Yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> me too. And, and and I and I find that uh, you know, the gin note, the juniper berry, uh, mixes so well um with a lot of the woods and sort of like rummy type of notes, yeah. particularly vanilla and, 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 and it also describes sort of like the moment of um intimacy between two people they they in public but they everything melts away. Mm. They just they're just together. They're they, in their they, own world. They're in their own world. Yeah. They they're very aware of each other and they don't want this moment to go away. You know, sometimes when you spend m- certain moments with somebody and, and you in this great bar and, and, and there's something so sensual about it that there's there are still so many people around it, but there's only you two exist. Yeah. Yep. The music in the background that's playing I always imagine Billy Holiday yes. or and and it's coming from from afar. You're aware of all of it, but your main focus is the person that yeah. you sit next to, and you can smell them. You can mm. you can you can uh, smell their their their, their breath. And, yeah, and and, and and from drinking that gin and tonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and 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 it's sort of like this is this quiet conversation and and yeah. fire. It you it sort of not only sitting in front of the fireplace, but you putting each other on fire. From the way I designed uh, the fragrances, I wanted to make sure that they are very mixable. Mm. And they uh, layerable one with each other. Yeah. Uh, it, it's all of our six fragrances, they completely mixable. Yeah, uh, Because the collection uh, was created that there's always sort of like that link from one to another. So it keeps on telling
2: continuous mm. story.
3: They are very, very different, but they're all grounded by beautiful spices
2: in the woods. Yes, complementary to each other. Yes. I will agree, they're all very different, but they complement. Yeah. And I've actually have never done that before, which I'm going to do with the Maker Senses. I, I am going to start layering them yeah. in the morning, try a different one on the afternoon, do another yeah. in the evening, yeah. and see how that unfolds. Because they are very complementary. So you know. beautiful that we ha- get to experience all these scents. Well, four out of the six. But I want to take a minute. This packaging, Aline, is very beautiful. And the bottles as well. This green sounds like it's the maker green. Talk to us a little bit about the packaging for the fragrances.
4: Well, I think I would love to actually tell you a little bit about a glass. Because, um, you know, we've developed this bottle. As you can feel, it's a, a very comfortable shape. It's inspired by actually an antique Fits, fits right in my that hand that this way, it's very beautiful. fits really well, but yes. it's also textured glass. This fluting is something that we love. Mm. I mean, we have a lot of glassware that sort of follows that we're creating. The, the textured glass, it reflects uh, light beautifully. It also protects the fragrance because it is not a completely clear glass. But we also worked with mm. a manufacturer that is using mm. less glass to create the bottle. Mm. So there's about almost 30% less wow. of glass used, so it's really saving resources. It's very uncommon because mm. if you take the cap off, the bottle feels quite light. Mm. It feels luxurious and beautiful, but mm. it's not heavy. Because oh, wow. traditionally, a lot of fragrances are very, very heavy, but it doesn't require to have that much glass to have something yeah. beautiful. And then Again, you see Again, the attention
2: to detail that you guys are putting into it's, every aspect is so beautiful.
4: It's essential, and I think in order to recycle these bottles, this is a screw-on pump. Uh-huh. Um, And the cap is made from aluminum zamac, so you can recycle it in your single stream. This was really important to us. Beautiful. And then, of course, the the box actually has a flood embossing, so Mm. it feels like it's fluted. Yeah. And that was something that we wanted to portray as well as, you know, each fragrance has its own pattern. So on the inside of the box, you have a printing of different patterns to reflect the fragrance.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. Which reminds me of some of the wallpaper. Yes. Yes. That's a, that's a, we talk about full 360 immersive experience. This is, this is happening to bring That
4: that surprise that everywhere at the maker where you lift the, you know, a curtain or you turn around, there's something, not a detail. And we wanted to really think of that through, through the whole process, even of creating the packaging.
2: Opening up this box to see the scent inside, I get a graphic that reminds me of the wallpaper in the hotel. It's beautiful. Hopefully. Thank you. Beautiful. Let's now talk about candles. We have candles too. I see we have three here. There's six altogether. Alina, tell us a little bit about these. Well, when
4: we launched our maker fragrances collection, we launched our other perfumes, six other perfumes, and the candles. So currently, there's six candles and six fragrances. And uh, I think that the idea was to really bring an element of the environment, you know, to people's homes. So to really take the scent of the maker, the feeling of the baker, And very early mm. on, Lev has created a scent that actually we use here in the hotel that represents the public spaces. Mm. And that uh, scent is called spiritus. So this is again, you know, a candle is an object you bring home. So as you can see, there's a very subtle Branding the makers just on the inside of the yeah. lid.
2: But we have the fluting again.
4: You know, the fluting is, of course, continuing the bottles, exactly. So a, a candle is a vessel that you bring home, mm-hmm. and we wanted this to be something truly representative of the maker aesthetic that you can bring home and burn, and then ultimately um, upcycle into using as a keepsake, yeah, because it. it's very easy to upcycle candle vessels.
3: Well, candle, candles are very, very important because this is how you sort of like... Create the atmosphere around you. Yes. And when talking about lighting, they also emit light. Yeah. They, yeah. they emit light, of course. And uh, in all of our spaces in the evening, we always burn candles. Uh, y- you know, this candle is made with, uh, uh, you know, very sustainably made with, uh, it's, it's a vegetable candle, it's made with soy wax, mm. um, uh, very high grade soy wax. Mm. And um, the burn, it's not always as easy to make. Um, Fragrance to really come through through the soy and yes the waxes like the vegetable waxes. It, it took us a while to to develop them, mm. uh, but we think they work beautifully and they burn yeah, Thank you. beautifully yeah. evenly. Uh, you know, Zelina described the fragrance. Oh,
2: oh! Yeah. I don't know, we, I'm, uh, the I'm smelling yeah. the garden. I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Just, laughs> Well, the garden. This well, is uh, yeah. Wow. The gardener,
3: the gardener is all about being very green. Yes. in the way I seen it, I seen it as a green gardener. You have you have so sort of like the basil, you have yes. the lime in yes. it and, and, and the mint. Uh, yeah, the you mint know, for sure. The yeah. Mint. This is all green, this one. It's everything green. Yeah. It's a green garden. And 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 it's very fresh. When, mm. the, when you burn <laughs> this candle, it's all about freshness. Yeah. There's like a little look of grass in the background as well. Yeah. Um. I feel there's something about very current about this candle. Mm. This type of fragrance that is very, very unique and very, very different. But it 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 brings nature into your home and you in a very sophisticated way. Definitely. And of course, it was inspired by the Gardner Studio. Yeah. uh, Here, the life of the gardener, and and. And somehow I saw it all being very green. And then uh, this candle is- That's uh, the artist. That's the artist. And the artist candle, the way how I created the fragrance for the artist because mm-hmm. the artist world is very much all about color. Yes. Uh, so I saw the candle being fruity. Mm-hmm. Uh, all colors of fruit uh, that are mm. really, what being brought together
2: uh, to sort of like, to create that more vibrant. Definitely vibrant was the word I was just gonna use, it's, yes.
3: It's a vibrant, but in, in, in a way, every time I was looking at the painting, with mm. the color in it, I, yeah. I,
2: all I could think about,
3: fruity notes, mm-hmm. that, that would be probably the best um, sort of compositions that could describe the artist's candle yes. at its best.
4: And the Spiritus, which is the scent of a maker yeah. of the Maker Hotel, mm. really.
3: But it, uh, the Spiritus is—it's about woods, um, spices, leather. Um, you have frankincense in that. Mm. Uh, you have a beautiful sandalwood in it. Uh, it
2: smells a little, sm- little smoky to me. Yeah, it's have the smokiness to that. Oh, it's so—it's so rich. And
3: I love the spice. The frankincense yeah, the spice, is yeah. so good. Uh, it's it's so rich and when it burns, it's it has a little bit kind of an incentive feel to that, but it's still it
2: it's it's very rich, very rich. So I want to end our segment and talking about Lev, if you had to describe Elena in a scent, and that can be as complex or simplistic as you'd like it to be. What would that be? And Alina, same question for you with Lev, if you had to describe him with notes or sense or feelings or emotions for sense, what would that be? Lev, let's start with you.
3: Well, I mean, it's, it's confident, mm. smart, outgoing, uh, very sophisticated. Mm. Uh, this is what comes to my mind. You know, every time if I, and Alina was, a big muse to some of the fragrances that I was doing, particularly because I know not only what she
2: likes, but I also mm. think about her when I do that. What a what a beautiful statement! Let's. <laughs> so, so, he just <laughs> called you a muse, yeah. Well, and so then has he, he's creating your yes, fragrances? Yes, I had a few
4: opportunities in my life where I had a bespoke fragrance that lasted a year, and then it was launched on the market.
3: But yeah. hey, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but, I, but I know when I do a certain fragrance, I know that Alina is definitely going to love that fragrance. Wow, what a beautiful statement. Because not only she wears it so well, it fits her personality, Mm. but those traits that I sort of described is very much in my mind when I create the fragrance.
2: It's a a beautiful thing to be able to be seen by someone in that way and then have them make something for you in mind.
4: To understanding. I mean, it is. To understand you, yes. And and as I said, you know, that first fragrance that, have given me and from then on you know to understand what smells and recognize what someone will react to um you know we have a fragrance in the maker that i love Mm. we we did not discuss it today but it's called wild and Mm. it features my favorite flower which is tuberose oh yeah so i think that i'm enjoying that benefits of that friendship (laughs) and partnership um for many years
2: it's, that's a good benefit.
4: <laughs> and I have, you know, witnessed the, the journeys of a lot of fragrances that have been launched and come about. I oh, yeah. have witnessed some fragrances that Leva created that never were launched. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to describe Lev in a fragrance sense, I think one is definitely warm, sultry woods with mm-hmm. a mercurial top note mm-hmm. uh, with a dynamic heart.
2: Oh no. <laughs> man, you guys, <laughs> you guys are going to make me like tear up over here.
4: <laughs> well, it's different, right? It's an interesting thing to ask about the scent. Is it a fragrance character question? Is it like, I don't
2: know. yeah, yeah? It's Thank
4: God you for you, uh, smells, right?
2: Yeah, I, I, just, it's just a beautiful thing to have such a dynamic, close partnership relationship, and you know right away. Love didn't even hesitate how he would describe you and, and you are the same, you know each other so well. That's the power of fragrance, I think. It's it's like you can, you can just know a human soul so deeply that you can just say like, it's this and this and this and this.
3: Yeah, and it, it doesn't have to, sometimes described by notes, it's described also by the character of yeah. the fragrance. You said, you you know.
2: said confident, yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. I
3: mean, but it's what you what the fragrance exudes. Yes, and, 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 yes. And, and I think that, you know, and I didn't mean, like in the tuberose is the right flower to. Like because it's
4: very confident. Yeah. Any, anybody who wears it is very confident. But it also looks really subtle. I mean, it's a lush yeah. flower, but it's not voluptuous in any way. Yeah. It's like the most secretive thing where people see Tuberous for the first time, the actual flower. It's not what you imagine. Yeah. Um, I think things that are interesting are things that aren't obvious, right?
2: Yes. Those, Yeah, the, the mystery is the interesting part. Yeah, you what get, the
4: incarnation happens to those beautiful <laughs> things.
2: That's, yes, I that's, that's, awesome it's, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's been an amazing pleasure to speak to both of you. I, my, my soul and my heart is enriched truly by meeting you today. It's been a wonderful experience to get to talk to you.
4: Thank, Thank you. you. It means a lot and very flattered and really warmed by getting to know you today yeah. as well thank, thank you,
2: you so man. much yeah thanks thank you thank you love appreciate it yeah. very much Penny.
1: that was benny camper love glasman and alina reutberg from the maker based in hudson new york up next on scent world travel through history to distant worlds with carlos huber the founder of Arquist.
0: You've been listening to Scent World. Know a fragrance lover who would enjoy the show? Share Scent World and bring them on a journey of self-expression through scent. Scent World is a Scentbird original series produced by Flowship. Today's episode was executive produced by Maria nur Produced by Mike Giordani. Edited by Ramiro Gava. Mixed by Alex Roses. Production support by Peely Melendez. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you.